Exeter Sports Network, it's Exeter Boys Basketball. Brought to you by Penn State Health St. Joseph on the web at PennStateHealth.org. Meg's Quilted Memories, stitching together your life story, and the Reading Royals. Now to the broadcast booth, here's your announcer, Darren Ziner. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Exeter Eagles basketball pregame show on the Exeter Sports Network. We'll have all the action between your Exeter Eagles and the Cedar Crest Falcons at the top of the hour. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network on Jerry Gallup Media. Penn State Health St. Joseph is here for all of your health and wellness needs. Whether it's our primary care and specialists throughout the region seeing you soon, our urgent care centers in Muhlenberg, Maiden Creek, and Shroustown seeing you quickly, our emergency room in Burn Township seeing you now, or our on-demand app and walk-in lab, mammography, and imaging services seeing you anytime. We're ready when you need us to get you back to the health you need to live the way you want. Visit PennStateHealth.org to learn more. Well, sports fans, it is basketball season. Hard to believe after we just watched the Exeter Eagles' incredible football season as they won their first District 3 championship, making to the state playoffs. And one week ago, football, but tonight, it's boys, varsity, Exeter Eagles basketball. They are led by head coach Matt Ashcroft in his third season with Exeter. He's got an overall record of 16 and 23. Last season was a tough one, three and 14 overall, two and 10 in Burks one. If you recall, they had a promising start to the season, an opening 61-49 win against Burks Catholic, and then COVID struck. And due to the state-imposed moratorium, they lost three weeks and couldn't maintain that opening win momentum. So while they lost all-division forward Adam Warner, he was their inside and three-point scoring threat. They do have returners in six-foot-two-inch senior guard Colin Payne and six-six junior forward Joey Schlaffer. The supporting cast includes 6'1 junior guard Teddy Snyder, who as a sophomore came on late in the season, bombing away from three-point range. They've got 6'6 center Anthony Cachese, 5'9 junior point guard Zion Pascal, 6'3 sophomore Kevin Cyan, 6'2 sophomore guard Reese Garvin, 6'3 junior forward Trevor Kepperline, and sophomore point guard Alex Kelsey. So there's a lot of younger talent that will have to step up and we will see as far as who will take over the scoring opportunities this year. Exeter does return their top two scorers. Colin Payne averaged 14 and a half last year. Joey Schlaffer just a tad over 10 and a half points per game. There's three point threats as I mentioned. Colin Payne actually led the team with 28 and Teddy Snyder probably would have had he gotten in more games maybe earlier in the season. As I mentioned, bombing away from the outside, he finished with 25. So Exeter has a younger team, and we expect them to rebound after a tough season. We'll have more pregame comments after this commercial break. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network.
Don't throw away your favorite t-shirts just because you don't have room to store them. Make them into a memory quilt. Meg's Quilted Memories turns your old t-shirts into a quilt, one that you can cherish for a lifetime or give as a gift. These high-quality, fully customized t-shirt quilts are made right here in Reading. They're perfect to give or get for any occasion, including your favorite 2022 graduate. Meg's Quilted Memories, stitching together your life story. Visit them at MegsQuiltedMemories.com. As we have our pregame show, we're watching the Exeter Varsity girls take on Garden Spot. Less than three minutes to go in the game. It's Exeter 40, Garden Spot 34. A spirited game. Garden Spot just knocks one in off the backboard, 40-36. But we move to Cedar Crest Falcon basketball. They're led by their head coach, Tommy Smith. He's in his 13th season with an overall record of 188 and 82. Cedar Crest in a rebuilding mode as in 2019-2020, they were league champions with a record of 11 and two overall. 20, excuse me, league record of 11 and two overall, 23 and six. They had a couple of six, six guys who were all everything and ultimately that propelled them to the league championship status. Last year was a rough one for Cedar Crest, as I mentioned, losing that talent. They finished last season at 2-7 overall, 2-4 in Lancaster, Lebanon Section 1 league play. So they took it on the chin. Obviously, COVID plagued them as they weren't able to play six games. The Falcons are going to look for scoring this year. As last, they only averaged 38 points per game. And much like Exeter, they are young, probably a little more inexperienced in the roster, so they're gonna look for scorers to step up as well. So we go back to the Exeter Varsity girls. It's 2.17 to go here in the fourth. Exeter up 42-36. And while they continue this game, that'll give us time for a commercial break. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Adopt US Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting, a Teenager. Learning the lingo. Today I'm going to help parents translate teen slang. Now, when a teen says something is on fleek, it's exactly like saying, that's rad. It simply means that something is awesome or cool. Another one is totes. It's exactly like saying, totally, just shorter. As in, I totes love going to the mall with Becca. Another word you might hear is jelly. Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous. As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will think you're, um, rad just the same. To learn more, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. 
We are back at Exeter, 1.43 to go. We may just call the end of this game for you. Why not? 42-39 Exeter. Garden Spot trying the three from deep right and hits it. We are tied at 42. A minute 34 as Exeter brings the ball up the court. There's a foul. Taking a look, she'll go to the line. Not yet over the penalty, so it'll be a one and one. And there's going to be a timeout on the court. So now we can go back to talking about tonight's basketball game as far as the varsity boys against the Cedar Crest Falcons. And we take a look at some of the keys to the game. Obviously, as I mentioned in the opening, the inexperience on both teams, some of the jitters that could come out, you're gonna have some first time players. I'm going to say this is going to fall in Exeter's favor. They're led by, as I mentioned, Colin Payne. And last year, Colin was the glue that kept it all together. I expect absolutely nothing less this year. He's going to be complimented by Anthony Cachese and of course, Joey Schlaffer, the Twin Towers. So I think at least from that standpoint, Colin Payne will certainly have some size to work with inside and will certainly drive their offense this year. So getting back to the girls game, we've got a free throw coming up. It's in the air, she hits it. 1.34 to go, Exeter takes a one point lead at 43-42. She toes the line. Ball's in the air, and the second is good as well. Garden Spot bringing the ball in. A spirited game between these young ladies tonight. Fantastic game. Garden Spot trying to throw the ball inside, actually throws over the head, airmails it. It goes out of bounds. It'll be Exeter ball under the Garden Spot basket. The ball comes in. Exeter has it. Nice play on the fast break going in for the layup and it is blocked and knocked out of bounds. Garden spot center has some height to her. Went in for the layup. She was able to get a hand on it, knock it away. Exeter's going to have it. And I believe their center probably has a scratch, which of course there's some blood. She comes off the court replaced as Exeter brings it in under their own basket. Throws it out top of the key, trying to drive, being bodied up, nothing there. Gets it to the outside for a three. It hits the side of the backboard, no good. Garden Spot tries to run on the fast break, ultimately gets it, misses the layup. They're battling for the rebound. It's a scrum under the basket. They ultimately call a tie-up. And I believe this is going to be Garden Spot Basketball. 104 to go here in the fourth, 44-42. Exeter. Welcome to basketball here in Berks County and specifically the Exeter Eagles. So the center that came back in, they put a Band-Aid on her leg got her back in the officials don't like the patch job that they did on the sideline 
So she comes out. They're working on her. And ultimately, timeout is called. We'll treat this as our prequel to the basketball game that's coming up. And I think that'll give us time for a quick commercial break. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Seasons Cafe in Flying Hills scratches your gourmet itch. Chef Joe Church has been serving Redding's culinary community for 35 years with delicacies like sea bass, Norwegian trout, galamad, and the house favorite, sautéed soft-shell crabs. Seasons has a TripAdvisor rating of 4.9 out of 5 and serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner Wednesday to Sunday with a Sunday brunch to live for. That's Seasons Cafe in the Flying Hills Center. Check us out on Facebook for hours of operation. As we come back to the game, one nice thing, the players do not have any masks on. Last year, of course, we had the mask mandate. Garden Spot brought the ball in under their own basket. There's a scrum for it. It goes off of Exeter. Garden Spot will keep it. We are under a minute to go here in this game. 44-42 Exeter. Exeter in the penalty. Garden Spot has a few to give. Garden Spot bringing the ball in under, getting it to their big center in the middle. She puts it up, it's no good, bounces out. Exeter rebound, they managed to get it out, bringing it up the court, crossing the mid right now. Has the dribble top key. A drive on the left side with the left hand, no good. Garden Spot with the rebound, pushing the ball up the court. Losing control, scrambling for it. They're going to say it's a kick ball. Garden Spot will keep it under their own basket. 34.7 on the clock. This is the extra coverage for you that you get on Fox after the 4 o'clock game is over. Garden Spot brings it in, puts up a three on the far corner, and it gets stuck in the iron. So no good, the ball's gonna be turned over as everybody looks up at the basketball. Apparently we don't have another one to try to get it out. Now we do. But you know what, all eyes are on her and she gets it on the first shot, nice job. The official was clever, he didn't try to do it because he figured if he missed it, he'd get booed. So we let the player do it, she did it amply and here comes Exeter with the ball coming in, lobs it over top. They lose it, Garden Spot has it, bringing it back at the three, dribbling inside, gets a little pitch in front. That blocked, comes out to a three, she puts it up, it's good! Under 18 seconds to go, Garden Spot up one. And Exeter calls timeout. Back and forth action here at Riften. Garden Spot taking a one-point lead, 11.9 to go. Talk about a game to get started with the season. We're going to keep it right here just because we can. 
I'll tell you, fantastic to see fans here in the stands as well as that student section that I may just get fired up like in between games or something like that. We'll just have to see what happens. The Garden Spot coach, very spirited as he talks to his girls right now as far as smart defense, don't foul. Although they have a few to give, so they might do that. 11.9, they've got three fouls to give until they're in the bonus. Exeter still in the sideline huddle. Coach finishes up, Garden Spot waiting for him on the floor. There's the buzzer, 11.9. This will be an exciting 11.9 to finish this game. Exeter brings it in on the near court. Gets it in bounds, the drive to the basket. Looked like a charge, doesn't get it. She gets it back, it's no good. Garden Spot has it. The referee, I don't know if that was an inadvertent whistle or what, but Exeter will retain the ball. Didn't look like there was any, there was no foul called. So I believe it was an inadvertent whistle by the referee. Garden Spot had the ball. And now they're going to give the ball to Garden Spot to bring it in under the own basket. Five and a half seconds to go. They bring the ball in, there's the immediate foul, but it's not a foul, it's a travel. They call traveling on Garden Spot. So Exeter will keep the ball under their own basket and there's a timeout. We're gonna take a break just so I can catch my breath. 4.6 seconds to go here in the fourth. It's Garden Spot 45, Exeter 44. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. The arena's been shut. The ice has been melted. The stands have been empty. empty. But a new day has dawned. The lights are back on. The ice is frozen. The boys are back. It's time to get back to hockey. Your Ruddy Royals and the ECHL are back at Santander Arena. Get your tickets now. We'll sell you the whole seat but you'll only need the edge. Exeter bringing the ball in under their own basket, trying to throw it up high. Just a little beyond the three-point arc. It's knocked away by Garden Spot, so Exeter will have it, but a few seconds tip off. It's 2.8 now on the clock. Exeter bringing it in from the side. It's in. There's an open shot. It goes up on the center, blocks it out of bounds. Eight-tenths of a second to go here in the game. Exeter down one. Exeter has a switch on the floor. They're going to bring it in, but before that, Exeter is going to call timeout. Well, friends, one-point game. Eight-tenths of a second on the clock.
This is one of those get it in and somebody puts it up right away. And we'll see what happens. Exeter already in the bonus. Garden spot has a few fouls to give, but they don't want to put anybody on the line. They're only down, or I should say they're up one. Both teams come out of the timeout. Exeter has it, looking to bring it in. It's in, the ball goes up, it's no good. Zero's on the clock and Garden Spot steals one. Exeter had a seven point lead in that fourth quarter. Garden Spot slowly ate away at it, got a late score, a late three to take the one point lead. And after a few possessions, Exeter couldn't match it and ends up losing by one. As the players congratulate each other, a well-fought game, no doubt, one that Exeter let slip away. So the boys come out, they're going to start warming up. That'll give us time for a quick break, and then we will be back to talking Exeter varsity boys basketball here on the Exeter Sports Network. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm -mm. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. <laughs> text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Uh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. It's the Exeter Sports Network. We are back. I had to take a look at super producer Jerry to find out exactly when we were coming back from break, and I found out that we did. So Exeter out on the court right now warming up. Fans pouring in. We're going to have a healthy stadium tonight. Some of the student section going from the far side to the near side. Had some excitement earlier at Exeter. I saw a one minute, 12 second clip of Coach Franklin helicoptering into Exeter, landing at the baseball field to have a very brief meeting with Coach Bauer congratulating the team on their success in football this season, their District 3 championship and their state appearance. So pretty exciting stuff there. Looking forward to another exciting season of Exeter basketball. And as we do, we take a look at some keys to the game tonight. Again, Exeter versus Cedar Crest. And I think the first thing when you're looking at Exeter's team, you almost, you talk a little basket, excuse me, football before you talk basketball. 
because the leader of this team, Colin Payne, up until about a week and a half ago, a little less than a week and a half ago, he was playing football. So it's going to be interesting to see how quickly he acclimates to running this team. Now, Exeter also has, and I've got to go to my notes here, Teddy Snyder, who can bomb away from three as well. So I expect those numbers to continue as far as Colin and Teddy leading this team in threes. But again, it's how they gel, and we'll see what kind of numbers they can put up. One of the other keys to this game, I think defense is obviously as any game, but transition in the fast break. I'm going to give the arrow here to Exeter as well, only because Cedar Crest, again, a young team. Uh, they're still uh, going to try to establish their point guard, establish some inside, a lot of picks off the ball. But I think Exeter, as far as the speed that they have with their guards, Joey Schlaffer running the floor, giving the nod to them. One final deal, we talk about the starting five, but bench scoring will certainly play a factor with Exeter as well. As we talked about last year, that opening season win, and then they struggled to find consistent scoring, which led to a challenging year. They will face that same situation this year when they're looking outside their top two or three. They're going to look for somebody to come up big and put in some additional points for them to close out some games. A very tough Burks one this year, of course. Redding, Governor Mifflin. Of course, Redding being the perennial favorite, you have Wilson. So we'll see as far as how Exeter does this year. And it'll be exciting for us here at the Exeter Sports Network to bring you all of that action. Due to the girls' game running a bit longer, our original start time was 6.45, and that was supposed to be tip-off for the varsity game. So we've got a little ways to go here until we get started. So we're going to go back over to producer Jerry, and we're going to let him work his magic. We will be back with you shortly, but remember, you're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. And we are back here at Rift and winding down to the start of tonight's game. Exeter versus Cedar Crest. Just watching them warm up sometimes can tell you a lot. I'll tell you, Exeter looks a little more fluid from the outside as far as the threes during warm-up. Teams coming off the floor, taking a look at Exeter, and they're starting five tonight. Of course, Colin Payne is going to lead them out. Joey Schlaffer, Teddy Snyder, Anthony Cachese, and trying to catch the last jersey number, and that is going to be Zion Pascal. So the teams now being introduced will go silent as they introduce Exeter. So there's, I said we were going silent. No, we're not. Number one, Zion Pascal on the court. 
Colin Payne, number 12. The student section spirited tonight, great to see. Number 14, Teddy Snyder. They've got the handshakes down. Number 24, 6'6", six, six, Joey Schlaffer. And number 44, another big man, Anthony Cachese. We will come up on the national anthem in just a moment. The officials taking off of, or I guess this is the referees. They are taking off their warm-up jackets. Final huddles from each team. And just waiting, everybody's on the court. Perhaps the national anthem at the beginning of the day with the girls will suffice for the rest of the evening, and apparently it has, as they are out on the court. Aiden Schomp will tip it for Cedar Crest against Joey Schlaffer. The referee has it. He puts it in the air. Joey Schlaffer wins the tip. It's back to Teddy Snyder. He crosses over midcourt. They go through a weave. Back to the right, back to the left. Colin Payne gets it deep to the left to Pascal. Joey Schlaffer has it. Tries to get it inside to Anthony Cachese. It's knocked away by Aiden Schomp. Exeter will retain possession. Under their own basket, Colin Payne will bring it in. He's got the ball, he'll take a look. Extended right under the basket, he gets it to Schlaffer underneath who makes a move, puts it up, it's strong. Rebounded Jay Avilas for Cedar Crest. They try to run Exeter back. They rotate the ball right to left. A drive from the left, it's not there. Exeter doing a good job initially keeping Cedar Crest at the perimeter. Here comes a drive, not there, forces it back outside for a three and it's good. Jake Wolf for Garden Spot hits the first points of the night. Exeter now in the offensive set. They get it to Teddy Snyder driving right side, throws it up, it's off the side of the backboard. Here comes Cedar Crest on the run. It's at the top of the key. They now have it moved far right. There's a soft toss up in the air by Owen Chernich. It's an air ball, no good. Exeter rebounds. Joey Schlopper has it three-point line straight out from the free throw line. Colin Payne has the ball free throw line extended left beyond three. He's fouled. That's going to be Fernando Marquez's first for Cedar Grove, uh, excuse me, <laughs> Cedar uh, Crest. I gotta remember who we're playing tonight, Cedar Crest. So Pascal has it, he's dribbling right to left, gets it inside to Anthony Cachese, he can't control it. Cedar Crest tries to run the ball on the far side of the court, it's too far for Owen Chernich. And it'll be Exeter basketball, Teddy Snyder inbounding, far side. 
Pascal has it here, dribbling left to right. Still has the dribble, staying left. He gets it inside to Anthony Cachese. He's being bodied up, and they're going to actually call a foul on Aiden Schomp. Got a little aggressive with the body. They're going to call a foul on him. That's his first. The ball's in. Teddy Snyder has a three on the far left side. No good, but rebounded by Joey Schlaffer inside. They're battling for it. Ultimately, Pascal looking for a travel, but he ties him up. There was a lot of scrum going on, so nobody really had the ball. It kept popping up in the air. Finally, Cedar Crest controlled it, but Pascal tied him up. So Cedar Crest has possession. They're bringing the ball up slowly on the near side. Colin Payne guarding him. Playing a little two-man on the far right side. Now they rotate it left. Jay Avilas tries to go inside. Ultimately, the door is shut by Pascal. He travels, turns it over. It's Exeter ball. 5.45 to go here in the first. It's 3-0 Cedar Crest. Pascal has the dribble, gets a... A block from Teddy Snyder, but the ball goes further right to Joey Schlopper. He's trying to drive. He gets bodied up. Gets the ball to Colin Payne, who goes in with the drive. A lot of contact. No foul. Cedar Crest trying to push the ball up the court. Pascal blocks the pass. He's got it. They bring it back. Teddy Snyder has it far court, trying to drive middle, stops, gets it to Joey Schlaufer on the left side, puts up a three and hits it from the near extended free throw line left, and we're tied at three. Cedar Crest brings the ball back down quickly. Avila's trying to go against Pascal. He actually got the rebound, tried to put it back up. That's no good. Exeter has it. Joey Schlopper dribbling on the outside. Colin Payne with a three near side. That's no good. Cedar Crest rebounds, trying to push it up the court, but Exeter back. Here's a drive. Fernando Marquez on the drive. Anthony Cachese bodied him up. It was before the shot, so it's going to be an inbound for Cedar Crest. And we've got some... Wholesale changes from both teams. Cedar Crest brings the ball in. Back to Aiden Shop. They rotate it left. Bring it back to the right. They get it back inside. It's a two-man ball game. Jake Wolf throws up a three. It's no good. Ball goes out of bounds. It's going to be off of Exeter. Give it to Cedar Crest. Cedar Crest has the ball to the right. Dribbling center. He puts up a three, and it's good. Fernando Marquez with a three from the near side. It's 6-3, Cedar Crest. Colin Payne has it near side. Gets it over to Kevin Saez. He makes a nice move, gets it inside to Schlaffer. He's strung off the glass, but Saenz gets it back to Colin Payne. He's got the ball, drives with the left hand. It's strong, no good. And Marquez has it for Cedar Crest. 
They're in their ball control offense, rotating it left to right. There's a three put up. Leo Torado is strong. Exeter has it. They get it to Sienz from the near side for a three, and he hits it. Nothing but net on that one. Exeter with the turnover. Pascal pushing the issue, tries to get it to Teddy Snyder on the far side. No good. And there's a drive, no good from Cedar Crest. Leo Torado tries to get it there. Teddy Snyder has it now for Exeter far side. Gets it back to Colin Payne. Now Teddy's trying to drive up the middle, puts up a floater, it's no good. He gets his own rebound, goes up for a shot, and he's fouled by Aiden Schomp of Cedar Crest, and Teddy's gonna go to the line for two. Here's Teddy's first, and it's good. Teddy's second is up. That bounces around, no good. 2.30 to go here in the first. It's Exeter seven, Cedar Crest six. The dribble top key, rotating it left, trying to drive on the left-hand side. Pascal shuts him off, but he, a nice up and under move. And he scores. Exeter has it, gets it inside to Schlopper. He goes up strong off the glass, scores, and there's a foul. Nice inside-out play there. Colin Payne getting it to Schlaffer inside. Goes up strong, gets the basket, and he'll get one. Here's the free throw. And it's good. Two minutes to go here in the first. It's 10-8 Exeter. Pascal playing tough defense. They're going to call him for the foul. Cedar Crest brings the ball up. They get it to Marquez, who tries to put up a three, but it's off the mark. Joey Schlaffer with the rebound. He hands it to Pascal. Haskell brings it up on the far side, directing traffic. Gets it inside to Colin Payne, who's working his magic. Goes up strong, throws up a shot. It's no good. Joey Schlaffer fought for the rebound. No good. Marquez has it. They push it up the court. Here's a drive off the right side. Nice move by Nolan Groff under the basket. Reverse layup. And it's all tied up at 10. Exeter trying to force it inside, turns it over. Colin Payne, the ball going out of bounds. It would have been Cedar Crest ball, but Colin Payne jumps from inbounds, grabs the ball, throws it off of the Cedar Crest defender, and they retain possession. Heads up play by Colin Payne. Kevin Sienz with the dribble, gets it to Pascal on the near side. Tries to get it into Cachese, but that's taken away. Cedar Crest on the fast break. 
Leo Torado trying to get to the basket, but he's blocked before he gets there. They get the ball inside to Marquez. He's fouled immediately, so they'll bring it in again underneath the basket. Taking a look, taking a look, finally inbounds. There's a haphazard shot thrown up. They scramble for it on the floor. It's going to be a tie-up. And I believe Exeter will retain possession, and they will. I'm not sure Exeter is actually waiting for the ball. Wholesale changes for both teams. Teddy Snyder bringing the ball up for Exeter, far right side. He gets a pick, but he turns the ball over. Leo Torado picked him. Teddy Snyder with the foul. Frustration foul coming back. Pascal coming back in the game for Teddy Snyder. Reese Garvin also in the game for Exeter. 30 seconds to go here in the game. Cedar, or excuse me, the first quarter. Cedar Crest holding on for the last shot. Well beyond three on the right side. Garvin on the the defense there. Still passing it back and forth beyond three. Now trying to drive. Torado has it. He's trying to make a move. Pascal takes it away from him. Three seconds. Sienz goes up with a layup. No good. And there's triple zeros for the first quarter. A lot of opportunities on both sides. But we end with a 10-10 first quarter score. We will be back with second quarter action after this commercial break. You're listening to the Exeter Sports. State Health St. Joseph is here for all of your health and wellness needs. Whether it's our primary care and specialists throughout the region seeing you soon, our urgent care centers in Muhlenberg, Maiden Creek, and Shroustown seeing you quickly, our emergency room in Burn Township seeing you now, or our on-demand app and walk-in lab, mammography, and imaging services seeing you anytime. We're ready when you need us to get you back to the health you need to live the way you want. Visit PennStateHealth.org to learn more. Don't throw away your favorite t-shirts just because you don't have room to store them. Make them into a memory quilt. Meg's Quilted Memories turns your old t-shirts into a quilt, one that you can cherish for a lifetime or give as a gift. These high quality, fully customized t-shirt quilts are made right here in Reading. They're perfect to give or get for any occasion, including your favorite 2022 graduate. Meg's Quilted Memories, stitching together your life story. Visit them at MegsQuiltedMemories.com. Much as we saw last year, Exeter struggling to find scoring. Cedar Crest in the same boat, tied at 10 after one. 
Cedar Crest has the ball in their offensive set. Ball out beyond three. A three is put up. It is no good. Nolan Groff missing the three. Exeter on the rebound. Kevin Sienz has it. He's driving. Gets it inside to Anthony Cachese, who goes strong. Back to Sienz. He goes up strong. No good. And Cedar Crest on the rebound, trying to push it up. Exeter's defense to the task. They slow him down. Cedar Crest now rotating the ball outside of three. Avilas has the dribble far left now. Now they're bringing it back to the right. There's a drive by Avilas. He goes strong. No good. Cachese comes down with the rebound. Joey Schlaffer bringing the ball up for Exeter. He gets a pick, goes up strong, up and under and off the glass, he scores. Nice move, a nice pick by Pascal there. Freeing up Joey Schlaffer, he goes up and under, scoring the two. Cedar Crest now has the ball, they almost throw it out of bounds. They do get it. Cruz Buck tries to drive, it's no good. And I believe a frustration foul right there. Colin Payne comes into the game for Reese Garvin. Sienz brings it in to Pascal. Joey Schlopper comes out for it across the mid-stripe. He's got the dribble top three. It's a give and go to Cachese, who goes up strong and scores. Nice give and go. Anthony Cachese on the board for his first two of the night. 14-10, 10 to go here in the second. The student section starting to get into it. Cedar Crest throwing the ball around three point. They're trying to get the drive and then getting it back out. Avilas goes up for a shot close to three. Joey Schlaffer with the rejection. They try a give and go there. Roth, it's no good. Joey Schlaffer on the rebound. He brings the ball up midcourt. He plays a little give and go with Colin Payne. He gets the ball to Colin Payne, but then Joey a little extracurricular activity, and they're going to call him for the foul. He handed the ball off, and I think he was trying to body up for a pick and was a little too aggressive. A little break in the action here while they figure out where Cedar Crest is bringing the ball in. Marquez has it. He gets it to Wolf. Wolf has the dribble being guarded by Sienz. Tries to drive, they're bringing it back. There's a drive by Fernando Marquez. He goes up strong with the left hand. It drops, but they call him for a foul. An elbow flailing against Joey Schlaffer, so the basket does not count. Exeter has the ball. Colin Payne has it deep right, tries a little give and go with Cachese. He goes up strong. It's hard off the glass, but he's fouled. Groff has him. Cachese will go to the line for two. 5-19 here in the second, 14-10 Exeter. 
the first of two Cachese free throws coming up. It's in the air, it's short, no good. He's got it, he eyes it up. It's on its way, that one's hard, no good. Cedar Crest trying to force the issue. Torado throws up one on the near side, no good. Exeter trying to run the floor, Pascal has it. Looks like he, there was some incidental contact. He falls to the floor, no call. It goes out of bounds, it'll be Cedar Crest ball. Marquez brings the ball into Wolf, gets it over three, Groff has it. They're circling it around beyond three-point arc. Still looking, Exeter doing a great job of, they're playing man-to-man, -man, but doing a great job as far as switching off. Here is a three from Cedar Crest from Nolan Groff, and he drills it. Zion Pascal for Exeter at the other end misses the shot. Cachese gets it back, puts it in. Looking for the foul, it's not there. But he scores. Cedar Crest trying to pick up the pace. A shot attempt from the right side. Cachese gets a piece of it, no good. Exeter has the rebound. They're rotating it beyond three arc. Tries to get it inside to Cachese, it's too far. Then Cedar Crest tries to get out on the fast break, a ball over Jake Wolf's head, and he goes hard into the padding behind the net. He's up on his own power, but he was going full bore into that plastic, into the, uh, the mat there behind against the wall. Not a whole lot of protection, but he's up and moving, and that's good to see. Four minutes to go, Exeter 16, Cedar Crest 13. Exeter has the ball in the offensive court. Joey Schlopper has it near side, trying to drive middle, bounces it out. Pascal with a three. Free throw line extended, no good. He gets the rebound, but they call him for traveling. He tried to get it inside to Genuine Stutzman. Yeah, Genuine Stutzman, but they're calling him for traveling before that happens, so it's a turnover. Cedar Crest has it in the offensive court. A three-second violation against Owen Chernich for Cedar Crest. Turns the ball over to Exeter. Teddy Snyder bringing the ball up against Leo Torado. Snyder has it, tries to put up a shot on the right. He's shut down. Kevin Sienz does a great ball fake job. Drive down the lane with the left hand, and he scores. Nice. Lay up there for Kevin Sienz. And Exeter with an 18-13 second quarter lead. Cedar Crest now attempting a three. That's no good. Wolf from deep three right side. Teddy Snyder has it. Hands it off to Joey Schlaffer. 
Extended right, nice little work there. Teddy Snyder with a three from the corner, no good. Schlaufer with the rebound, he scores and he's fouled. The ball went hard off the rim. Schlaffer aggressive with the rebound, goes up quick, it falls, and he's fouled, he'll get one. That is the aggressiveness that they're gonna have to look for from Joey Schlaffer this year. The free throw is up, and it is good. There's a timeout on the court, 2.38 to go here in the second. It's Exeter 21, Cedar Crest 13. We'll be back after this break. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Penn State Health St. Joseph is here for all of your health and wellness needs. Whether it's our primary care and specialists throughout the region seeing you soon, our urgent care centers in Muhlenberg, Maiden Creek, and Shroustown seeing you quickly, our emergency room in Burn Township seeing you now, or our on-demand app and walk-in lab, mammography, and imaging services seeing you anytime. We're ready when you need us to get you back to the health you need to live the way you want. Visit PennStateHealth.org to learn more. Joey Schlaffer leading the Eagles with 11 points. Kevin Sienz adding five. Nolan Groff leading Cedar Crest right now with five points. Coming out of the break, Exeter's sending genuine Stutzman. Teddy Snyder out on the field. Kevin Sienz, Colin Payne, and Joey Schlaffer. Cedar Crest will bring the ball in full court. Chernich has Colin Payne all over him. He gets across mid, but Colin won't give up. They get it back to Avilas. Now they're rotating it far left, deep left corner. Toronto has it. They bring it back to the front. Avilas trying to drive, but Joey Schlaffer there. He got uh, Joey in the air, but there's no shot. Wolf drives. He's fouled by Sions. That'll be his first. Aiden Schomp comes back into the game for Cedar Crest. And with that foul, they go to the one-on-one. -on -one. Both teams now in the one-on-one. -on -one. So Wolf on the line. The free throw is no good. There's a scrum. Cedar Crest gets it back. They have it rotating deep right three. Still trying to move the ball around. Avilas tries to move against Colin Payne. Goes over off the glass and he scores. There's another turnover from Exeter. Avilas has it. Teddy Snyder tries to block it. It's no good, but Cedar Crest rebounding. Avilas drives in. He gets a body a little by Colin Payne. No good. They're on the fast break. Colin Payne up the middle. Off the glass. It's no good. Rebound Cedar Crest. 125 to go here in the second. 21-15 Exeter. Cedar Crest rotating the ball outside of three. Looking for a three. Wolf has it. He tries to drive against Sienz. Off the glass, and he scores. 21-17. A minute six, and Exeter calls time. We'll be back 
with more second quarter action after this commercial break. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. The arena's been shut. The ice has been melted. The stands have been empty. But a new day has dawned. The lights are back on. The ice is frozen. The boys are back. It's time to get back to hockey. Your Ruddy Royals and the ECHL are back at Santander Arena. Get your tickets now. We'll sell you the whole seat but you'll only need the edge. We are back at Exeter. Both teams back on the court. Sienz brings it in far side to Teddy Snyder. Throws it cross court near side to Colin Payne. Gets it back to Teddy. Teddy goes for a drive. Tries to get it to Cachese, but it goes through his hands. But Exeter retains. Joey Schlaffer has it near side. Exeter throwing it around a little bit now. Ultimately inside to Anthony Cachese off the glass and he scores. A mismatch there, 6-6 Cachese against probably 5-10 Toronto. He goes up, puts off the glass and scores. Cedar Crest has it, probably holding on for the last shot. 30 seconds to go here in the second. Holding it outside of Threeland. 20 seconds to go here in the second. Still bouncing back and forth, waiting for under 10 seconds when they will go into their half-court set. Wolf driving against Colin Payne, puts up a shot. It's no good. There's a battle inside. They're going to say it went off of Joey Schlaffer. Cedar Crest basketball, 6.4 on the clock. Bringing in the size right now, Aiden Schomp. For Cedar Crest. Jacob Wolf will bring it in for Cedar Crest. He's looking, he's looking. Still nothing there. Throws it deep for three. Trying to drive. Champ throws it up over Joey Schlaffer. It's no good. And there's the second quarter. So after a 10 10 tie, after one, after two, it's Exeter 23. Cedar Crest 17. We'll be back with halftime comments after these commercial messages. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Don't you fret. 
Don't throw away your favorite t-shirts just because you don't have room to store them. Make them into a memory quilt. Meg's Quilted Memories turns your old t-shirts into a quilt, one that you can cherish for a lifetime or give as a gift. These high-quality, fully customized t-shirt quilts are made right here in Reading. They're perfect to give or get for any occasion, including your favorite 2022 graduate. Meg's Quilted Memories, stitching together your life story. Visit them at MegsQuiltedMemories.com. Seasons Cafe in Flying Hills scratches your gourmet itch. Chef Joe Church has been serving Reading's culinary community for 35 years with delicacies like sea bass, Norwegian trout, galamad, and the house favorite, sautéed soft-shell crabs. Seasons has a TripAdvisor rating of 4.9 out of 5 and serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner Wednesday to Sunday with a Sunday brunch to live for. That's Seasons Cafe in the Flying Hills Center. Check us out on Facebook for hours of operation. To protect her home and family in a disaster, Karen was willing to wade through water, mud, and insurance paperwork. Yeah, I can do this. You go, Karen. By simply understanding and updating what her insurance covers and doesn't cover now, she'll be better prepared no matter when disaster strikes. Learn other simple ways to protect your home and family before a natural disaster at ready.gov. That's ready.gov. A message from FEMA and the Ad Council. We are back at Riften. Going through some halftime scores. Halftime half score ring. Joey Schlaffer leading Exeter. Three for three from the floor. He hit a three as well, added a couple of free throws. He goes into halftime with 11. Anthony Cachese got a couple inside scores. He's got six. Kevin Sienz, he's going for five. And Teddy Snyder added a free throw one for a total of 23. For the visiting Cedar Crest Falcons, Jake Wolf, Nolan Groff each have five. Owen Chernich, three. Jay Avilas, two. For their total of 17 at the half. So as we take a look at that first half, we look at the turnovers. Exeter with seven, Cedar Crest with five. So there was a lot of spotty action as far as back and forth. Uh, sometimes the ball, the ball control got a little touchy, of course. And that is something that led to the lower scoring first half that we have here. Now this is something, unfortunately, we saw a lot of last year where Exeter had one player and maybe two come out with a decent game, but they were looking for a lot of support scoring as well. And we're kind of seeing that tonight as Joey has 11 and Anthony has six. But looking for some multiples there to ultimately get in double digits so that they can get that even scoring that they're going to need to keep themselves in a lot of games. Chalk that up to, as I mentioned, Colin Payne, the leader 
on offense. Just getting his feet wet with basketball and the offense. So as far as that's concerned, I can see a little bit of a challenge at first. So maybe give that a few games or a week or so until that starts to gel. And hopefully we'll see a little bit different offensive front from Exeter. We're about three minutes to go until we get started here with the second half. Cedar Crest coming out of the locker room. We definitely see that young teams on both sides of the floor. Cedar Crest very aggressive on the floor, as is Exeter. And plenty of opportunities for shots as well. A lot in close. Uh, I don't know if it's excitability or what the situation, but a lot of inside shots that didn't drop. One thing we saw a lot of last year is Exeter may have a strong first half, and sometimes they would struggle in the second. We're going to hope that does not continue this evening. Here's a basketball final. This is boys varsity. Burks Catholic 50. Loyal Sock 44. Did I say that right? Loyal Sock. So chalk one up for Burks Catholic. Getting their first win of the season. Or maybe not their first win, but the first one that we are calling. Producer Jerry says, hey, give it to me. So you know what? I'm going to. Producer Jerry, it's all yours. We'll be back with third quarter action. This is the Exeter Sports Network. State Health St. Joseph is here for all of your health and wellness needs. Whether it's our primary care and specialists throughout the region seeing you soon, our urgent care centers in Muhlenberg, Maiden Creek, and Shroustown seeing you quickly, our emergency room in Burn Township seeing you now, or our on-demand app and walk-in lab, mammography, and imaging services seeing you anytime. We're ready when you need us to get you back to the health you need to live the way you want. Visit PennStateHealth.org to learn more. We are back at Riften. The clock winding down. The team's in their final huddles before we get started with the third quarter. After one, it was all tied at 10. After two, our current 23-17 score. So Exeter scoring 13 in that second quarter. Cedar Crest only seven. Exeter will bring the ball in midcourt far side to start the third. In their home whites, Cedar Crest in dark green. Exeter in the offensive set. Colin Payne puts up a three from the near side and hits it. His first points on the night. And it's a 26-17 Exeter lead. Cedar Crest in the offensive set. Aiden Shump from deep and he hits a three. On the far side. Exeter now has it. Colin Payne with a dribble starting to feel it. Let's it float up from the left side. 18 feet, no good. Rebounded by Cedar Crest. Pushing the ball up. Marquez has it. Gets it over to Avilas on the far side. It comes back all the way around. 
Taking a look, picks inside. Schomp has it going against Joey Schlaffer, trying to go. Schlaffer smacks the ball out of bounds. It'll be Cedar Crest ball. Nice defense by Joey Schlaffer. The taller Schomp going for the basket, knocking it away. Cedar Crest inbounding the ball, getting it deep. Marquez has it, trying to drive on Cachese. He gets by him, goes up under the basket with the left hand. It's no good, but they call Cachese for the foul. That'll be his second, and it'll send Marquez to the line for two. Here's the first. It's no good. Fernando Marquez's second on the way. And that is no good. Joey Schlaffer on the rebound. Teddy Snyder has it dribbling up court. Crosses mid. Going left to right. Marquez trying to body him up. But Teddy drives by him. Gets it back to Joey Schlaffer for a three. It's up. It's short. But it comes back to him. He drives in hard. Goes up strong. No good. Rips the rebound away. Can't get it to fall. Ultimately, they call a foul on Cedar Crest. I think it was against Anthony Cachese as they battled for the ball. Call Aiden Schomp for his third. Exeter quick gets the ball in. Quick pass from Joey Schlaffer inside to Anthony Cachese off the glass, and he scores. Nice look from Joey Schlaffer and an easy off-the-glass layup for Anthony Cachese. It's 28-20, 6-10 to go. Here's a three in the air from Schomp. It's an air ball, no good. Marquez has the rebound. He gets it out to Avilas. He's trying to drive against Pascal. There's nothing there. Pascal doing a great job. They get it back out to Marquez. Over to Wolf. They rotate it right. Schomp has it. Bring it back to Avilas. He's trying to drive on Pascal. He gets the ball in the air. It's no good. Colin Payne has the rebound. Pushes it right to Teddy Snyder over to Cachese, far side. Gets it to Joey Schlaffer, who tried a soft touch inside. It's no, it gets tipped away. Here comes Cedar Crest on the fast break. Tried, Colin Payne tried to take a charge, went down. But Aiden Schomp was able to put it off the glass and score. Exeter has the ball in the offensive set. Teddy Snyder at the top of the key, he gets a pick. He stops, free throw, extended left, and he hits it. A two-pointer for Teddy Snyder. 30-22, five minutes to go, Exeter. Here in the third, Marquez trying to drive against Schlaffer. Schlaffer bodies him up. They're gonna call him for the foul. It'll be his second. It'll send Marquez to the line for two. He's dribbling. Ball going up, and the ball's good. Marquez on the line for his second free throw. That is up and good as well. 4.55 to go. Here in the third, it's 30-24 Exeter, and Exeter calls timeout. We will be back with more Exeter Eagles third quarter basketball action. 
After this break, you're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. The arena's been shut. The ice has been melted. The stands have been empty. But a new day has dawned. The lights are back on. The ice is frozen. The boys are back. It's time to get back to hockey. Your Ruddy Royals and the ECHL are back at Santander Arena. Get your tickets now. We'll sell you the whole seat but you'll only need the edge. Coming back from break. Team still in huddles on the sideline. Cedar Crest walking out onto the floor and now as Exeter is as well. Exeter, Teddy Snyder, Zion Pascal, Joey Schlaffer, Colin Payne, Anthony Cachese. Colin Payne will inbound the ball far side midcourt. Gets it back to Pascal. He's got Marquez guarding him. To the right to Joey Schlaffer. Deep three. Teddy Snyder with a three. It's off the left side, but Pascal, Johnny on the spot. Colin Payne goes down hard. Not sure what happened. Looked like Colin Payne was trying to cut into the basket. They got caught up with their feet. He went flying. He went down in a heap. The coach and the trainer are checking on him. And while they do, we're going to step away for a quick break. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm -mm. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. (laughs) Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Uh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Colin Payne up under his own power walks off. He might have hit his head. They're checking him out. Kevin Sienz comes in to replace him. Teddy Snyder gets the ball into Pascal. He's crossing midcourt now. Marquez guarding Pascal, but I think they're calling a blocking foul on Wolf for Cedar Crest. Well, no, they change it. Maybe it was Teddy Snyder that they called it on. They're giving the ball to Cedar Crest. Teddy Snyder was the only one, the only other Exeter player in the area. Colin Payne checked out okay. He's at the scorer's table ready to come back in. Cedar Crest rotating the ball outside of three. Here goes Wolf with a three. It's short. They battle for the rebound. Cedar Crest gets it. They have it far extension three. Here's Marquez trying to drive on Schlaffer. Aiden Schott tries a three. It's an air ball. Exeter has it. They're running the fast break. Cachese has it. 
Goes up strong off the glass, no good. Cedar Crest now on the fast break. They get shut down. Here's a three, that's short from Cedar Crest. Pascal has it, and I think he might, they might try to settle him. Here's Teddy Snyder with a three, that's short. And it ends up somehow being a tie ball between Joey Schlaffer and Fernando Marquez. An annoyed Teddy Snyder comes off the court. Colin Payne replaces him. 3.42 to go here in the third. 30-24 Exeter. Both teams scoring seven points to this point. Cedar Crest in their offensive set. Marquez trying a three deep right corner and he hits it. Had a little space to put it up. Did so and it falls. 30-27, to go here in the third. The fans on both sides a little more spirited. Exeter tries to get it inside, it's knocked away. They, Cedar Crest on the charge. The ball's bouncing around a little bit. Cedar Crest finally gets it. Wolf puts up a three, it's short. Colin Payton with the rebound, goes deep to Schlopper. He goes up strong and scores! And a foul. They're going to call a foul on Marquez. Joey Schlaffer got the long outlet. Went up strong off the glass. Scores, and he'll go to the line for one. That's Joey's first two of the half, and we have an injured player, Jake Wolf, for Cedar Crest. And while they tend to him, we'll step away for a quick break. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Penn State Health St. Joseph is here for all of your health and wellness needs. Whether it's our primary care and specialists throughout the region seeing you soon, our urgent care centers in Muhlenberg, Maiden Creek, and Shroustown seeing you quickly, our emergency room in Burn Township seeing you now, or our on-demand app and walk-in lab, mammography, and imaging services seeing you anytime. We're ready when you need us to get you back to the health you need to live the way you want. Visit PennStateHealth.org to learn more. Up to U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting A Teenager Learning the Lingo GOAT, G-O-A-T, acronym, stands for Greatest of All Time As in, spaghetti sandwiches for dinner? They're my fave Dad, you're the GOAT You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. It's the Exeter Sports Network. Joey Schlaffer on the line for his free throw. Jake Wolf came off limping, looked like an ankle sprain. We wish him well, a speedy recovery. Doing some court cleanup. And I have... A score here for you. It's Wilson 29, Pottsville 4 after 1. Boys varsity basketball. Here's Joey Schlaffer with the free throw. It's up and it is good. 14 points on the night for Joey Schlaffer. 
Cedar Crest in their offensive set. Rotating it right. Marquez has it beyond three. Trying to drive on Schlopper. Sainz goes back door, knocks the ball away. Colin Payne has it. He's driving up off the glass. He gets knocked into the wall. No call. Cedar Crest brings it up. Marquez has it near side for the three. No good. It's strong. Cedar Crest has the rebound. Marquez firing up another three. That's no good. Cedar Crest tries to get the rebound, but Colin Payne with authority. Kevin Cyan tried to get it inside to Schlopper. It's taken away by Cedar Crest. Now they're pushing the ball. 2.10 to go, 33-27. Exeter here in the third. Toronto. They ultimately get it far right. They bring it back to Shop. He takes a look at a three, then tries to drive inside. Goes up with the left hand off the glass, and he scores. Nice move for Shop. That gives him seven on the night. Here's a three at the other end. Brady Murray put up a three. No good. It goes out of bounds. It'll be Cedar Crest basketball. Owen Chernich has the dribble. Kevin Sienz guarding him. This, the student section, a little bit of a chant there. Cedar Crest rotating the ball outside of three. They try a drive in. Owen Chernich with a dribble jumper from 18 feet. It's good, and it's 33-31 Cedar Crest. And Exeter calls timeout. 108 to go here in the third. It's Exeter 33, Cedar Crest 31. We'll be back after this message. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Don't throw away your favorite t-shirts just because you don't have room to store them. Make them into a memory quilt. Meg's Quilted Memories turns your old t-shirts into a quilt, one that you can cherish for a lifetime or give as a gift. These high-quality, fully customized t-shirt quilts are made right here in Reading. They're perfect to give or get for any occasion, including your favorite 2022 graduate. Meg's Quilted Memories, stitching together your life story. Visit them at MegsQuiltedMemories.com. Cedar Crest, I think the kids between Exeter and Cedar Crest having a nice back and forth. Exeter inbounds the ball. Sienz has it. He's guarded by Marquez. Back and forth. He still has dribbled. Deep three, middle. He tries to drive on Marquez, loses the ball. Marquez goes the length of the court, layup with the right hand, he scores, and we're tied at 33. Exeter has it, they get it inside to Cachese on the left, back out to Sienz, looks for a three. Moving it, Sienz with a drive, he gets it to Cachese off the glass and he scores. 35-33, 20 seconds to go here in the third. Marquez has the dribble, probably waiting for the last shot. Winding down to 10 seconds. He's being guarded by Joey Schlopper. The Cedar Crest 
Faithful on their feet. Marquez throws it up. It's an air ball. No good. It goes out of bounds. Two-tenths of a second on the clock. Exeter will bring it in, but that's going to do it. There's a heave from Colin Payne that ends up short. But after three full, here in Rifton, it's Exeter 35, Cedar Crest 33. We'll be back with fourth quarter action. After this commercial break, you're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Seasons Cafe in Flying Hills scratches your gourmet itch. Chef Joe Church has been serving Redding's culinary community for 35 years with delicacies like sea bass, Norwegian trout, galamad, and the house favorite, sautéed soft-shell crabs. Seasons has a TripAdvisor rating of 4.9 out of 5 and serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner Wednesday to Sunday with a Sunday brunch to live for. That's Seasons Cafe in the Flying Hills Center. Check us out on Facebook for hours of operation. After three, Joey Schlaffer leading all scorers with 14. Anthony Cachese contributing 10. Cedar Crest outscoring Exeter 16-12 in that third quarter to bring us to a 35-33 Exeter lead as we start the fourth. Colin Payne has the inbound far side. Brady Murray dribbles. He gives it to Sienz. Top key, extended three. Colin Payne has it. He tries to drive. He's fouled. They could give it to any one of three Cedar Crest players. Just pick one of them. And they ultimately give the foul to Jay Avilas. Jake Mirzwinski now into the game for Exeter. Inbounds it to Schlopper, back to Mirzwinski. And Mirzwinski travels as he gets the ball to Colin Payne on the near side. It'll be a turnover for Exeter. Cedar Crest has it. Chernich and Torado play catch back and forth. They get it to Shomp to try to go inside. He bodies up Cachese off the glass. He scores. And Cachese fouls him, so he'll get one at the line. Got to be careful there a little bit. Shomp gave a little bit of that Superman pose with his arms. In this day and age of taunting, he could have been teed up in a hurry. Here's his free throw, and it drops. Seven thirty to go. It's 36-35, Cedar Crest. Exeter in the offensive end. Colin Payne has a top key extended three. Gives it to Teddy Snyder. He dribbles middle. They're rotating the ball beyond the three arc. Some heavy defense for Cedar Crest. They get it to Cachese. Cachese turns to get the ball off the glass. Avilas rolls into him. They're going to call Avilas with the foul. And Exeter will get the ball. That's the third on Avilas. Four fouls on each team. Seven minutes to go here 
There's a soft inbound to Anthony Cachese in the middle off the glass, and he scores. Anthony Cachese with 12 points here in the game. Cedar Crest in their offensive set. Toronto far right tries to drive in the middle. Nothing there. Bounces it out. They throw it back out to the top of the key. Now they're playing catch. Well beyond the three. The dribble from left to right. Nothing there. Nothing there. Still beyond three. Tossing it around. Toronto trying to drive in the middle. Puts up a soft finger roll off uh, the right hand. It's no good. Schlopper has the rebound. And here comes Exeter with a one-point lead. 6.15 to go here in the fourth. He's got it. He drives off the glass on the left side and scores. Nice move, Joey Schlaffer. 16 big points on the night. And Exeter has a three-point lead. Cedar Crest in the offensive set. Avilas has it. Chernich on the near side. Over to Shop. Shop looks deep three. Kachese on him, but he gets by him. Does a nice job down the lane with the left hand. He scores. Shop with 12 for Cedar Crest. Teddy Snyder puts up a three. It's deep. No good. Cedar Crest has the rebound. They're trying to push the issue. Shop has it. Looked like he shuffled his feet. Goes up strong. It is too strong. The ball comes down, they fight for it, ultimately calling a foul on Exeter, Anthony Cachese. That's his fourth. Cedar Crest will bring the ball in under their own basket. Sienz comes in for Cachese. Other than Teddy Snyder with three, Cachese with four, those are the only two players in potential foul trouble for Exeter. Cedar Crest gets it in. Here's a three on the far right side. No good. Joey Schlopper goes up strong, has the rebound. Exeter pushes it. Teddy Snyder with a three from deep corner. No good. Cyan's fighting for the rebound. There is a scrum on the floor. Gets it inside to Joey Schlaffer off the glass, and he scores. 18 points for Joey Schlaffer tonight. And a three-point lead. Marquez tried to drive on Schlaffer there. Schlaffer thought he picked him clean. The referee decided otherwise. They call the foul. That'll be his third. A non-shooting foul. No one in the penalty yet. So Cedar Crest will inbound the ball on the far side at midcourt. Jake Mirzwinski hounding him. Colin Payne with a steal on the inbound. Goes up for a shot. He's knocked down. No good, but he'll go to the line for two. There's the gritty play we remember last year. Colin Payne, the aggressiveness, you can't teach that. You either have it or you don't. He definitely does. Exeter with a three-point lead, 452. Colin Payne on the line for two. The first is up, and it is good. He's getting the ball. Coach Ashcroft talking to the referee on the near side. Here's Colin Payne with the second, and that's good as well. Give Colin five on the night thus far. Cedar Crest... Exeter with a full court press. They get it to Marquez. He tries to make a move, 
but they're going to call him for traveling outside the three line. It'll turn over to Exeter with a five-point lead. Sienz bringing the ball into Teddy Snyder. He's being guarded by Chernich. Colin Payne has it far side, deep three. Tries to get it over to Joey Schlopper. It's knocked out of bounds by Cedar Crest. So Colin Payne, nope. Mirzwinski will inbound it right in front of the student section. He gets it to Joey, to Teddy Snyder. He's driving on Toronto, goes up the lane, off the glass, no good, but he's fouled. He'll go to the line for two. Exeter now getting aggressive. Colin Payne setting the tone. Teddy Snyder, a nice drive there. Takes the body. Here's the first of two, and it's good. Teddy getting the ball for his second. It's on its way. It's good. That's five points for Teddy Snyder on the night. Cedar Crest bringing the ball up. Mirzwinski with really heavy defense. Marquez has the dribble. Sienz on him. Handing the ball back and forth. They finally bring it out. Top key extended three center. Still deep three on the near side. Trying to get a cut. Not there. Exeter playing great defense. Teddy Snyder went for the steal. They're going to call him for the foul. That's going to be his fourth. Pascal will come in for him. He broke on it pretty quickly. Surprised that he got the foul. They're in the bonus, so this will be a one-and-one. Toronto on the line. He's got the ball. It's up, and it's good. Here's Toronto's second. It's on its way. It's strong, and it bounces. They punch it out, and Cedar Crest gets the rebound. Four minutes to go. Exeter with a six-point lead. Marquez drives into Sienz. They get it to Shomp. He goes strong, and they're going to call Colin Payne for the blocking foul. It looked like Colin had position, and Shomp drove into him. Coach Ashcroft not happy. Colin Payne just shaking his head no. Shomp on the line, and he's short with the first one. Here's Shomp's second. It's on its way. No good. Rolls around. Sienz goes up strong with the rebound. Gets it to Mirzwinski. And Exeter calls timeout. 3.46 left here in the fourth. It's Exeter 45, Cedar Crest 39. We'll be back after this message. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. State Health St. Joseph is here for all of your health and wellness needs. Whether it's our primary care and specialists throughout the region seeing you soon, our urgent care centers in Muhlenberg, Maiden Creek, and Shroustown seeing you quickly, our emergency room in Burn Township seeing you now, or our on-demand app and walk-in lab, mammography, and imaging services seeing you anytime. We're ready when you need us to get you back to the health you need to live the way you want. Visit PennStateHealth.org to learn more. We are back at Riften. Team still in their timeout huddle. Taking a look at scoring, Joey Schlaffer with 18. 
I believe Anthony Cachese 14. And more scores for you. At the end of one, it's Redding 15, Imhotep 15. We'll get to the other in a second. Exeter pushing the ball up. Joey Schlaffer has it, gets it back to Pascal. He looks right to Colin Payne. Nothing there, gets it over to Joey Schlaffer on the right. He's dribbling to the center. He's got the dribble shop covering him. Taking a look, taking a look. He gets a pick from Pascal. A give and go, almost throws it away, but Mirzwinski corrals it. Back to Joey Schlaffer at the top of the key, extended three. Trying to drive, gets back to Colin Payne. He almost loses it. Inside to Sienz, he goes up for a shot. That's blocked. Comes back to Colin Payne. Goes in hard for a drive, and he's fouled. No good on the drive, but there's classic Colin Payne lowering his head, going hard to the basket. It didn't fall, but he got the foul. It'll give him two. That's four on Marquez. Colin Payne on the line. The first is up, and it's good. Rattles around, then off the backboard, and it drops. Here's the second. That's on its way, and nothing but net there. 3.05 to go here in the fourth. 47-39, Exeter. Marquez has the dribble. Sienz on him. Toronto has it. Pascal on him. He's dribbling right to left. Just passing the ball outside deep beyond three. Setting up the half-court offense. Pascal all over Toronto. Not allowing him to do anything. Mirzwinski with a great play. Tips the ball. It's off of Chernich. And it's a turnover to Exeter. Cedar Crest comes up with a full-court press. Pascal tries to hurry it. Fires one over the head of Colin Payne, who was open left of the basket, but it sails out of bounds. Marquez has the dribble. Sienz is on him. Nothing there. Toronto tries to dribble middle. Look like a travel. He throws it up. No good. Pascal on the rebound. Coach Ashcroft trying to get him to slow down. This is going to be off. Uh, it looked like it was off Cedar Crest. The referee looks up. They're going to give the ball to Cedar Crest. The referee looked up at somebody in the stands, didn't like what they said. So Cedar Crest has it in the offensive court. Marquez throws up a three near side. No good. Joey Schlaffer with the rebound. Two minutes to go. Exeter 47, Cedar Crest 39. Colin Payne with the dribble. Hits Joey Schlaffer who goes in with the jam. Fans on their feet for that one. Got the ball on the right side, went up and tossed it down. 20 points for Joey Schlaffer. Schomp goes in, tries to put up a shot, no good. Colin Payne has it, he's slowing it down. A minute and a half to go here in the fourth. It's a turnover from Exeter. Toronto has it, tries to get it to Champ, but Mirzwinski runs into him. He'll go to the line for a one-on-one. That's Mirzwinski's first. A 10-point Exeter lead. Here's the first for Champ. It's up, bouncing around, and it falls.
The second, no good. Sienz on the rebound, gets it to Pascal. We're at a minute 20 to go here in the fourth. Cedar Crest trying to foul. Pascal didn't let him. They finally foul Joey Schlaffer on the right side. That's Schomp. And Joey Schlaffer, they're going to call it a one-and-one. One. They're going to say it was on the floor before the shot. Schlaffer on the line. Here's the first, or I should say the first of potentially two. It's no good. Rebounded by Cedar Crest. Forcing the issue. Toronto has it deep right, looking for something. Gets it to Avilas. They rotated left, looking for a three. Exeter doing a great job keeping him deep. Nothing there. Joey Schlopper staying with the, the, the drive the whole way. Nothing there. Marquez now tries. He goes in the lane, puts up a soft jumper. He scores. That's going to be 12 for him on the night, and there's a timeout from Cedar Crest. 46.8 seconds to go here in the fourth. Exeter with a seven-point lead. We'll be back with more fourth-quarter action. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. I heard a song about a rambling man. U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting a Teenager. Learning the lingo. GOAT, G-O-A-T, acronym, stands for greatest of all time. As in spaghetti sandwiches for dinner? They're my fave. Dad, you're the GOAT. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. We are back at Exeter. Joey Schlaffer, 20 points. Anthony Cachese, 14. Aiden Schomp leads Cedar Crest with 13. Fernando Marquez, 12. 46.8 seconds to go, 49-42 Exeter. Exeter, one foul to give until they're in the bonus. Cedar Crest, two. Exeter breaks the, the press. They get it over to Teddy Snyder who puts it off the glass and scored, but they're going to call a foul on the floor on Joey Schlaffer before the ball got there. So Joey will go to the line one and one to build on his 20-point night. Here's the first. It's in the air. No good. Shop rebounding for Cedar Crest. 38 seconds to go. Marquez has it, drives off the glass, and he scores. And another quick timeout from Cedar Crest. That's 14 for Marquez. It's pretty clear Cedar Crest has their two big guns in Aiden Schomp and Fernando Marquez. Exeter a five-second, excuse me, a five-point lead at 32.9 seconds to go here in the fourth. Taking a look at timeouts, Exeter has one timeout left, Cedar Crest two. Coming out of the break, Mirzwinski will inbound. Cedar Crest with a full court press. Joey Schlaffer breaks it. They get it to Teddy Snyder. He's double teamed. Cross court to Colin Payne. It's taken away by Toronto. Chernich puts up a three and he hits it. 
He hits it, 22.7. It's now 49-47, Exeter. And just like that, Cedar Crest is back in it. Timeout called by Cedar Crest. Exeter trying to break that full court press, putting the ball a little too much air under it. Then Colin Payne had it. Toronto on the far side was able to wrestle away from him. They're letting him play right now. I think earlier in the game that would have been a foul. Letting him play right now. He took it away from him. And back to Chernich for the three on the far right side. Still a lot of time to play, 22.7. We'll see how it plays out. Timeout is over. Cedar Crest on the floor. Exeter coming out on the floor. Mirzwinski will inbound it. He'll be joined by Teddy Snyder, Colin Payne, Joey Schlaffer, Kevin Sienz. There's the inbound to Colin Payne. Throws it deep to Schlaffer. He got it inside to Sienz, who puts it off the glass and scores. Cedar Chris pushing the issue, firing up a three, no good. It's bouncing around. Teddy Snyder has it, five seconds to go. They call a foul on him, on Cedar Crest against Teddy Snyder. I believe that's the 10th. That's going to put him in the bonus. He'll get two. Student section singing a little prematurely. This is not over. 5.3. Yes, there's a four-point lead. But we'll see what happens. Teddy Snyder looking up for the first of two. It's on its way. It's good. Teddy Snyder takes a look, puts it up. It's no good, hard off the glass. One second on the clock. Aiden Schomp throws up a three off the glass. It's, he scores. But the final in Exeter. Exeter 52, Cedar Crest 50. Win number one on this early season. We'll be back with some post-game comments after this commercial break. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. away your favorite t-shirts just because you don't have room to store them. Make them into a memory quilt. Meg's Quilted Memories turns your old t-shirts into a quilt, one that you can cherish for a lifetime or give as a gift. These high-quality, fully customized t-shirt quilts are made right here in Reading. They're perfect to give or get for any occasion, including your favorite 2022 graduate. Meg's Quilted Memories, stitching together your life story. Visit them at MegsQuiltedMemories.com. 
Penn State Health St. Joseph is here for all of your health and wellness needs. Whether it's our primary care and specialists throughout the region seeing you soon, our urgent care centers in Muhlenberg, Maiden Creek, and Shroustown seeing you quickly, our emergency room in Burn Township seeing you now, or our on-demand app and walk-in lab, mammography, and imaging services seeing you anytime. We're ready when you need us to get you back to the health you need to live the way you want. Visit PennStateHealth.org to learn more. It's the Exeter Sports Network. We are back in Riften, a victorious Exeter Eagles squad celebrating on the court. So a few things that we take from tonight's game. Number one, it's a win. You take wins any way you can get them. As far as scoring was concerned, Joey Schlaffer, the big man, coming up 20 points tonight. Anthony Cachese adding 14, got into foul trouble, spent some time on the bench. Colin Payne, Kevin Sienz adding seven each. So Exeter will continue to look for that balanced scoring as we talked about, multiple players in double figures. But it's an encouraging start, and we can kind of get an idea of potentially where those points might come from. For Cedar Crest, they were led by Fernando Marquez, 14 points on the night. Aiden Schomp, 13 in the losing effort. A score for you, Fleetwood, 45, Steel High, 38. So we look again at tonight's game. Another area where Exeter will have to rein it in is the turnovers. 13 on the night. Cedar Crest, 9. So obviously a lot of back and forth there. But in order for Exeter to stay in a lot of games, they're going to have to reduce that turnover margin and at that point convert those into points to come out with more Ws. So, folks, that's a wrap. Tonight's final, Exeter 52, Cedar Crest 50. Tune in Monday at 645 for the pregame show as your Exeter Eagles take on the Elizabethtown Bears. Thanks to producer Jerry Gelliff. I'm Darren Ziner. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network on Jerry Gelliff Media. Have a great evening. Thank you for joining us for this presentation of Exeter Boys Basketball on the Exeter Sports Network. Brought to you by Penn State Health St. Joseph. On the web at PennStateHealth.org, Meg's Quilted Memories at MegsQuiltedMemories.com, and the Reading Royals at RoyalsHockey.com. This has been a presentation of Jerry Gelliff Media. Good night.